When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back. It's my mate, Bought a Toaster, and this week I'm joined by the very, very fabulous Jenny Ryan, a.k.a. I'm sorry to do this, Jenny. You're going to get this all the time. It's the Vixen <laughs> off the chase. I mean, you're, you're going to spend the rest of your life being referred to as the Vixen off the chase. How do you feel about that? Um, unless I do something to warrant a, a different nickname. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to go and be a serial killer, but it's a good idea. I mean, that's possibly the only thing that could yeah. that could wash the the vixen away <laughs> it's the lady who drowned cats on youtube whatever yeah whatever it is however angry you get with the vixen off the chase uh but listen i'm really excited to have you on and you i've been on your podcast so i feel like we've we've sort of pod met before yes um and i hadn't occurred to me i've watched the chase a few times it hadn't occurred to me how uh massively famous you are until i was with my i was having a drink with my friend ian yesterday and we were talking about the podcast and i said oh, i've got jenny ryan on tomorrow and i was about to say she's the vixen off the chase and he lost his mind <laughs> jenny he lost his mind i've never seen anything like it so i feel like i'm interviewing a proper like rock star today i'm, I'm suddenly a bit nervous about interviewing you and i wasn't before i had my drink with ian yesterday yeah i, I wouldn't be nervous about interviewing me don't worry about it um okay. I, i'm not i'm not a celebrity in my own mind i find it no. very weird when it people yeah. Um, it's it's when people become all unnecessary around me and, and they're <laughs> staring or they, they're stumbling over the words or mm. and I'm like what, what have I done uh, I've done, I don't want to intimidate people have I got something on my face why are you why are you looking at me like that yeah it's 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 a curse and a blessing yeah Tom. of course of course but I lo- I'm going to be taking away from this the phrase become all unnecessary around me I like mm. that a lot don't become all unnecessary around me um all right fine well let's go back in time uh Jenny we're going to go back to 2005 this okay. is your first ever order placed on Amazon on the 3rd of October and actually it does hint at your history a bit uh because you bought Buffy pop quiz uh which looks like some sort of uh quiz book on buffy the vampire slayer and am i right in suggesting that was a that was a topic on one of your early quiz appearances that was it yes mastermind it was my specialist subject so that book was heavily used and i still have that book um although it 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 was a good start but it wasn't it wasn't extensive so i had to write a lot of my own bonus questions and get people to ask them oh you had to go deeper Mm. absolutely yeah, but I mean, oh, okay. it was it was it was handy that it was there. I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer is absolutely incredible. I, I had uh, Jade Adams came on a few weeks ago and we had a chat about it, and it, it wasn't a chat; it was more of a chat rant. We had a chant about it. <laughs> that doesn't it, sound like Jade at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it just it's just so good, and it's aged so well, yeah. despite the fact that so many things like it's in even it's not even in widescreen for a lot of it, you know, and it's still just brilliant yeah it's absolutely marvelous um i mean when you think about the the fact that it was such a cultural trailblazer it went beyond being a cult hit and meant so many things to so many people mm. the fact that it was so representative and you know yes. one of the first mainstream lesbian relationships on us tv yes. was was um it, it was it was a major character as well. It wasn't oh just in the background. You know when when they will say oh Marvel's going to have their first gay character in uh, in, the, in Avengers Endgame. It turns out to be somebody at a support group talking to Captain America, and you go oh come on, <laughs> you can do better than that. So true. It was it was so ahead of its time in those terms, and it still yeah. means so much to so many people, myself and Jade included. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's incredible to think you know that that idea of the. Uh, a main character being gay when you think of something like modern family where um i think they had those two guys didn't do a kiss for the first two seasons because they were scared of the reception yeah. you just think wow that's modern family that's recent so this is a while back and it was yeah. blazing a trail yeah it's it's it was actually a really important 
piece of work. I mean, I sound really pretentious saying that, don't I? But especially especially for young women watching that, Mm. girls watching that and thinking the the hero of your story doesn't have to be the handsome prince swooping in to rescue you. It can be if you want. Yeah. But everybody forges their own path in that. And, And the fact is that one of the main male characters is absolutely useless sander um which <laughs> Nicholas is another Brennan, great thing so good uh, yeah oh, so good. <laughs> um, he's like got... a sci-fi chandler i love him oh yeah sci-fi that's a good description actually yeah. um you've got giles who is you know he's the father figure but he he can't do things he's by under instruction not to mm. step in and, and mm. be the savior even though he wants to help buffy more than he than he did us earlier on later on he does um you know he chimes in a bit more physically um and you've got Angel who, well, I don't actually want to get into any kind of um, argument between the shippers. You know, are you a, are you an angel or a spike? Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, but sexy vampires. Everyone loves sexy vampires. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more of a I'm more on the spike. I'm side more of the spike. Just, yeah. Okay, fine. Just because James Masters ended up on Torchwood randomly, so I feel like I have <laughs> I have to sort of. He's uh, worked. He's he's worked yeah. everywhere. That guy. I, he absolutely has. He absolutely he, has. And he's popping up. Here's the thing about Buffy. I mean, Jenny, you can probably tell me this. Uh, what what years did it did it run from and to? What were its what were its years? Oh, don't. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, let me tell you before I make you squirm. Um, uh, Ninety seven to two thousand and three. That's way less yeah. than I thought. Way yeah. less. But there were one hundred and forty four episodes. There you go. That's there a lot, go. isn't it? Intense. They they yeah, one hundred and forty four episodes. Because you remember they 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 say, what would you like to do for your specialist subject? You give them a few options and they say, oh, do you want to do Buffy? And you go, yeah. And then you realise it's 144 episodes and you have to watch them all four times in the next month. So good, though. So good mm. to be able to do that. So so that was your first foray into TV quizzing, was it? No, my first one was University Challenge oh, right, way okay. back when. So that would have been 2002. Right. Which uh, which team were you on? Which, which uni were you at? Leads, 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 leads. <laughs> it has to be said like that. Uh, right, okay, okay. We got to the semi-final, so we oh, did all right. Not bad. Yeah. And did you know then, when you did that, that you had an aptitude for, and obviously you've got an ability to retain information, clearly, but but the pressure of being in the TV studio and doing it is a whole different ball game, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So I knew I was a bit of a quizzer. I knew I was a bit of an outlier compared to mm. um, my, my friends and and my peers at school and everything. Not in my family. My family are all absolutely mental quizzers. And oh, really? Yeah, that's where I get it from. So I, I knew oh, there was okay. an aptitude there. And the fact that, you know, I just turned up to the audition for that. We basically did a hundred question test at the mm. Students' Union and I walked straight onto the team with that. I did all right. Mm. Um, but the fact that I was watching the other contestants getting really anxious uh, about going into the studio and it would absolutely impact them. The fact was I went and sat down and it felt, it kind of felt like home. Uh, it kind of felt right that I should be there because I, I, I tuned out the cameras. I knew where they were and I familiarised myself with the studio and it, you know, it was exciting to be there. I mean, I, I met Tony Wilson in a corridor. It was amazing. <laughs> And uh, hang on, um, hang on, hang on. You met Tony Wilson. What was he doing there? It was it was filmed at Granada. Oh, okay. Um, so he well, I say met. He shouted at me twice. What uh, did he say? What did getting he in was his that? way. Basically, I was in his way all the time. And I thought, what's that's the ultimate Mancunian experience? Getting yeah. yelled at by Tony Wilson. Tony Wilson. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Wow, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. And so your family, great quizzes. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So you must be their queen now that you're on the chase. They must. Um, no, they'll take the mick a bit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never take on the Ryan family in a pub quiz. We now know that. Let's move on then to 2006. Jenny yeah. Ryan, only a couple of things ordered. This is still early days here. We've got Times of Romance by the Lovemakers. This is an I know, audio I've not CD. listened to that album in years, and I'm gonna I'm gonna check if it's on on Spotify now. I probably still have the CD somewhere. Yeah, it is. It streams. It's on streaming. Oh. I've, I've never heard of them. What's what's the jam? What's the thing? What is it? Um, it's um banging electro pop basically. Oh, I don't even know how I got to find that. I think it that one of one of their tracks was on one of these lists, like uh, the the best hundred tracks of two thousand and six or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I, I managed to track it down and 
as you did back in the olden days, I bought the album. Mm. rather but than this is the, a single. The problem with not having the physical things anymore, and there's a lot of problems with not having the physical things anymore, is that you no longer browse and say, oh, I might grab that and stick it on, because the way that these streaming giants are built is to just direct us to the same sort of songs again and again. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a shame. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I find that so many of my playlists, it's the same old favourites, and that's nice. Yeah. But, you know, slip in something similar. Sort your algorithm out for recommendations. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sort mm. your algorithm out. Let's go and let's go and pick it, Spotify. Let's put that on a placard. Stand outside. Sort your algorithm out, Spotify. FFS. <laughs> FFS. Um, also, we've got Blur, the official history of Blur uh, by Stuart McConey, the fabulous Stuart McConey. That's March 2006. Bit of a Blur that, fan? Well, you, absolutely. They are my top band of all time. And mm. if I'd got through to the semi-final of Mastermind, that was my specialty subject. Oh, and okay. I, 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 I was, I don't want to start whinging about it, but I was the highest scoring loser oh. in my series. Oh. And in that one series, they uh, they removed the rule that the highest scoring runner up got through to the semi final. I know, which was really frustrating. Um, I mean, by some way, I was the highest scoring runner up, or just yeah. happened to be in a tough heat. So, what were you doing at this, at this point when you're doing Mastermind? Are you what are you working as? Are you out of uni by this point, right? Uh, I am, yes. And I can't really remember what I was doing. I, I, I went straight into an illustrious career of uh, terrible temp jobs. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, a variety of things over the years. Lots of working on reception at, at weird places like uh, recycling plants and okay. um, plastic surgeons. There are lots, lots, of, lots of little things. Lots of little things. Right. Okay. But and the whole time, half an eye on maybe maybe getting into the quiz thing i was always looking out for a bit of quiz action a bit a bit of tv quiz action so it was it was uh yeah this was not a a particularly illustrious period of my life but i was keeping up the quizzing and Mm. obviously as you can see from my amazon record i wasn't spending a lot of money because i wasn't earning a lot of money (laughs) no no you so uh in 2007 you've only bought uh two different orders and just a bunch of things hardly anything um a load of books september 2007 uh clockwork orange classic yeah classic um horror show groodies uh the damned united uh first love last rights in mcewen a bad bird watcher's companion just some nice books here jenny just some yeah, nice a, books. a couple of those um are they were birthday presents for my stepdad i can see that that was mm-hmm. september so the damned united and uh the bad bird watcher's companion so he's a huge bird watcher right. he's not much of a reader but i thought i'd get him things about things he liked um and i think he read that and enjoyed it um but he did not read the damned united because he was angry that i'd actually bought it (laughs) (laughs) he's a leeds fan (laughs) oh nice he's he's, he's from leeds the author and you know it's it's interesting that he was furious it's always nice to troll people with their uh, birthday presents isn't it i was trying to be nice though i wasn't even Mm. trolling but hang on the damned united is that about leeds then yeah, so it's about Brian Clough's yeah. short-lived tenure as manager of Leeds United. Disastrous, right? Disastrous, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, but my okay. stepdad, obviously, he was there at the time. He lived through it. He saw it. And mm. I just thought, it'd be, from a, that perspective, it would be interesting for him to go, oh, well, yeah, it's... This isn't accurate, but oh, I remember that and talk about. No, he was not interested. <laughs> Just read it. He, ca- he can't even look at Michael Sheen. <laughs> Patreon, Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash toaster pod. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash toaster pod. Got the complete bag puss. What's going on here? Oh, th- see, the bit of Christmas shopping here. Bit of mm-hmm. Christmas shopping. Oh yeah, 18th of December 2008. God, that's yeah. only. Oh, you're cutting it fine there. I was. I think mm. I, I, it took a while for me to get paid. So was it this time? I think I might have been working. This might have been when I was working at the BBC. Oh really? What were you doing at the BBC? I worked. I worked on the Weakest Link as a question researcher. Oh. So I was earning enough money to buy some Christmas presents. <laughs> oh. Nice. So you wrote the questions. Yeah. Yeah. There was a huge team of us. It was it was a huge undertaking yeah. to uh, to get anywhere near the number of questions we needed per day. Right. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. What um what makes a good quiz question? What is there any ever a moment when you're writing these questions where you're like, oh, that is a good one. <sighs> it's it's 
it's a craft is what it is tom mm. and i think my problem with the the lockdown situation last year when everyone was running their own zoom quizzes and saying oh do you want to come to my zoom quiz i was like no no because you think you can write quiz questions and i can almost guarantee that you cannot (laughs) you can't write good ones because it is it's a craft it's an art it's a skill yes and there's all sorts of things to bear in mind even if you're just looking at a really boring topic you've got to think about the wording of it is it leading to only one possible correct answer is Mm. there any alternative correct answer out there Mm. is there another more interesting way around you could ask it um can you make it easier by adding this extra clue or harder by taking away a couple of words Mm. and building up from there really can you write this question and it still be relevant in three months time when we may be recording the episode in a year's time when it's going out in five years time when it's repeated yeah all those things are taken into account for for tv quizzing certainly yeah. and yeah lots lots of topics that you can't really talk about mm. um so there's 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 a real craft to it and sometimes you you will hear a question and go oh that is absolutely banging that's a great question <laughs> i've no idea but yeah it's a great question. but you you want to but the thing is about a good a good question is you want people at home to be able to have a go you don't yeah. want to be you know university challenges is a rare example where i mean you watch university challenge and and the normal quiz viewer will shout gladstone or disraeli once an yeah. episode and accidentally get it right yeah. but by and large normal people watch that and go fuck knows but but with with quizzes like the weakest link for example you want people at home to be saying ah oh, oh, i think it was maggie thatcher you know you want you want to be enticing people in and it's yeah. hard to do it's hard to get right yeah it's the the skill i think for writing for tv quiz or for general consumption like the the pub quiz mm. would be 98% of your questions you start with the answer mm. because you don't want people to hear the answer and go oh, never heard of that university challenge obviously that's what happens but yeah, yeah what yeah. you want is maybe a slightly interesting twist or a trick to the question yeah. to make it sound harder than it is but with yes. a clue in there so there's a huge clue and if you don't see the clue yeah. you don't get it and then when you sit here the answer is it's bag puss you go oh I that, have bag puss. That's oh. it. This, I have I have hosted many uh, a quiz night in a pub, and there's no greater reaction when you set the questions yourself. There's no greater reaction than when you give the answer, and a whole a whole heap of tables go, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. And you're like, "That's yes, it. I That's what you want." And the worst reaction you can get is people going, oh, "Okay, I don't, yeah, mm. yeah." Indifference. It's Indifference. The, it's, it's the hardest yeah. thing to to come up against as a quiz master. Do you still now when you're doing the chase? Do you do you? Um, do you ever feel guilty when you've smashed it and you've and you've come on? There must be times when people have lost money and you're sitting there going, "Oh." Um, you not not so much guilty, only very occasionally guilty. Usually, my my way of thinking is, if they wanted to win the money and they deserve to win the money, they would have won the money. They would have beaten me. Yeah, they obviously didn't do quite well enough. There's a, been a couple of times where. They've, the team have got a stupendous score on a tough set of questions. Yeah. And you go out and you think, oh, they've won it already. You, you Basically, if the team score over 20, yeah. the producer backstage goes, oh, it's a free go, just just relax, just enjoy it. Because right. they've if they win, they've absolutely beaten you. They've deserved it. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah. Uh, was it the team that's did they get 24 against me with a, a lad called charlie on the team who is ex-university challenge i think he got i think he got 19 of the answers <sighs> of the final chase wow it's insane that's a ringer that's what um, we call a ringer there Come well on. i knew as soon as i saw him i thought oh I, i'm i'm knackered here mm-hmm. anyway i went out and basically got 24 on the bounce i had time to spare just i was i was in a fugue state <laughs> of quizzing it all it was automatic i wasn't thinking about any of it oh. and then I, f- I felt guilty then and i did not as guilty as i felt when i ran into him um last summer oh don't <laughs> tell me what when he's stacking shelves in asda and you're like sorry mate no uh, 
it was during a period when we could go out. Mm. Um, I went to a an outdoor drag show with a couple of my pals and sat mm. down at the table sort of diagonally opposite these picnic tables. I thought, that's a familiar face. Where do I know him from? <laughs> oh, I know him from oh. destroying his life and taking <laughs> away the share of 100 grand that he'd earned. Oh, flick! Um, Did he come and talk to you? No, he wasn't allowed because it was oh, those were, those times. Um, yeah. But I sent I sent them a bottle of prosecco, and I was, then I was like, "That's actually even worse, isn't yeah, it?" Yeah, it's worse. That's way That's worse. That's really humiliating. What do you want? A hundred grand on national TV or a bottle of prosecco? That, I mean, yeah, yeah, you should. That's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bless him. No, um, and there were terrible there were terrible seats for the show as well. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he had it bad both ways. Yeah, no, you 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 can't get too into it. I'm I'm quite a, an empathetic person, so I do I I I have to switch off as much as I can consciously, yeah. of picking up on their emotions, and and even if I like them, and I'm like, well, I kind of hope they do really well. I have to switch that off really quickly, otherwise. Yeah that will actually affect my performance. I have to be really, really cold-blooded. That's not nice. <laughs> no, 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 it is, though, because that's what we watch it for. That's why it's so popular. If you were, if you weren't doing that and you were being too empathetic, then it's not as good. Yeah. A, you you know, fair enough, you might let a few people win, but over time the show wouldn't be as good and then it would die. You have to do that. That's the whole point. That's why it's so good. It's yeah. that cruelty. So why don't, why don't you let them win, especially on the charity ones? Why don't you let them win? We, we've already got enough to deal with with actually answering questions rather than yeah. craftily throw in a few of the answers we can't we can't do that we we're not wired that way it's all instinctive yeah answer as many right as you can yeah and not worry about the consequences the consequence should be Mm -hmm. we're bashing you yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. It's, com- it's competition. Just because it's quizzing doesn't mean it's any different to football or rugby or any other sport. It's still just a sport, <laughs> basically. Um, all right, look, 20, uh, 2009 now, Jenny Ryan. Okay. Uh, here we've got uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That's the new remake there of Pride and Prejudice with added zombies. That was bought on the 20th of October for Peggy Ryan. That was bought for. Uh, yes, that's my nana. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about my nana? Always go on. So my nana now has her own, um, her own Amazon account. Right. She she had one a few years ago, so probably about um, two thousand and fifteen. We set her up with an Amazon account. Uh huh. Um, at the time when she she had a few mobility issues, so she couldn't get about. Mm. Uh, caveat to all of this, I talk like my nana's a crazy old lady. She was a crazy young lady. Okay. Okay. She's, good. Yeah. Yeah. She's. Uh, this isn't. This isn't um, age related. This okay. is it's always been. Oh, this is a good. Unpredictable. I love a caveat like that. This is going to be good. <laughs> Strap in. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, she unpredictable is probably the most generous description I can give to my nana. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, she 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 loved Amazon, and then suddenly didn't love Amazon, and she rang them up to close her account, which I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> Right. I've never heard of anyone ringing up Amazon, <laughs> let alone ringing to close their account. Obviously, with lockdown and everything, we we almost had to put an electric fence around her house to stop her from leaving <laughs> because she was not having it. Hmm. So to to allay her stress at not being able to go and buy random things at charity shops, she opened an Amazon account again. Okay, right. Did she phone them up to to reopen the Very account? possibly, very <laughs> okay. possibly. Um, so did you know, you probably know this because of this podcast, did you know that there is such a thing as Amazon high rollers? Tell me more. <laughs> so um, basically now, I don't know if she, it's because she spends so much or if she's such a hassle, but really if she makes any vague complaint to them, they just send her something. Oh, what? So she... She she complained about the the tablet that she'd bought. It was like mm. a Kindle Fire yeah. that she couldn't see it, so they sent her a larger one for free. For free. Oh my gosh! Okay, it's it's huge. I was like, you may as well just be carrying around a widescreen TV. If you want, <laughs> if you, she's like, but it's not big enough. I can't see it. <laughs> so they've sent they've sent her another one exactly the same, and oh she's not gosh. unboxed any of. So she's she's. I'm not sure if she's like completely hustling them. She bought she's she's bought lots of random things, including. Oh, I need I need a vegetable peeler. She bought a, a six inch Bowie knife, <laughs> not a cheap one. Amazing! Um, Amazing! She's been buying weird flavors of M and M's from around the world. No real oh. reason for that. Uh, she bought 
she bought so the the tale of the shredder she bought a shredder yeah for yeah. all her valuable paperwork yeah this is uh, my mum is uh 76 and she bought a shredder too and i was like why to to shred the hello magazine i don't understand well nana bought she, she bought this shredder and immediately wasn't good enough it broke so they sent her a replacement for free obviously yeah for free. she is hustling amazon and um She's not happy with that. Wow. So she, she got in touch. Um, they sent her another one. like a, a It was like basically professional standard one. You know why she wanted a shredder? Go on. To shred all the cardboard from Amazon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> She's shredding the very thing that she's yeah. getting in abundance because of buying the shredder oh my god yeah. this is like a philosophy question also wh- why do you need to censor <laughs> the boxes just put yeah. them in the bin you don't need to well shred- yeah quite I like her thinking about it my idea of hell would be to be in a call centre and my nana ring up well I reckon they probably just got one person employed just on the Peggy the Peggy blower yeah. hi Peggy have a new one all the best <laughs> Love football? Can't wait for the season to hit its stride? Salivate over Super Sunday? Well, this podcast is probably not for you. If, however, you're tired of the hype, but part of you still loves the game, you could try the famous sloping pitch from Great Big Owl. With Chris England, Nick Hancock and guests. The famous sloping pitch. It's a podcast about football, not market traders. 1 size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Vitamins B and C and D Get it for myself, for my health, on the cheap Gotta stay in shape, but I'm so lazy Crime online, next day delivery Look, we're in 2011 now uh, Oh, I bought a telly £500 yes. on the Samsung 32-inch widescreen full HD TV You bought still, yourself a telly Still going strong Is it? It is It is a glorious television And I don't know yeah. what I'll do when it finally gives up the ghost But it's beautiful It's yeah. my it's, it's pride of place in my living room it's the white as well. I got it from, um, you can tell because it's got a funny price. It's from the warehouse. So it's got a slight scratch on the bevel. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's it should have been about 800 quid. That's a huge discount. Uh, I know. I like, a, I like a good bargain. I like a good bargain. That is outstanding. Okay, good. Noted. Noted. Um, yep. It's uh, it's 32 inches. I mean, impressed that you're still rocking 32 inches in these days of uh, TV inflation in which we live. Everything else looks too big to me now. Mm, agreed. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. We've got a 40 inches. It's ridiculous. It's too big. I mean, to be fair, I've got I've got a big living room in that it's, it goes to double height. I've got a weird... We were talking earlier about the dimensions of my home. It's, it was a it's fascinating a very chat. strange... Yeah. Yeah. set up um so my living room is sort of double high open plan massive so i could it could rock a bigger tv but you know what it no. doesn't need it you don't, until my eyesight no. fails a bit more i'm gonna stick with 32 inch thanks yeah quite right too quite right too um we've got, got ourselves a kindle here 25th of november 2011 100 pounds on a kindle yeah six inch i love my kindle are you a kindle fan uh i am but i've, I've, I've lost mine at the moment because you know when you you've accidentally 
I'm not sure what I've done. I think I've leaned on it when there's been something underneath it and there's a slight crack in the screen. It's not as pleasant to, to read. Uh, yeah. yeah, uh, that, yeah. That's, that's why I can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, well, if it's got a scratch on the bevel, that's fine. Yeah. Happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I, I've, never, I've never noticed that bevel unless I'm, you know, dusting. But but if it's in, if it's sort of the lower left quadrant of the screen, yeah. But I would see that scratched bevel as a football score, and that is Jenny Ryan one, Amazon nil. You know yes. what I mean? That's yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing mine the right way there, not like my nano who's just absolutely scamming them rotten. <laughs> Um, look, here's an interesting one. November 2011, 16th of November, you spent £195, a fair whack, um, on the Philips uh, SAD light. Did it work? It does. And you know what? Mm. Still going strong. Is it? Still going I've got it here. Still going strong. I've got my hand on it right now. You, it's fabulous. You hold on to things. You really hold on to stuff, don't you? I'm a hoarder. Yeah. I'm a hoarder. But it, it, there is an issue in that now I have more things than I have space storage space in this plot mm. so uh but things that i spend more than 100 quid on i hang on to like the sad light and now this is a powerful sad light yeah okay and it's rechargeable it's portable you can go on the road with it Ooh. it's lovely and d- d- so you find that helps. so were you finding that you weren't getting enough sunlight and you were feeling crap in the winter is that why you bought it in november yeah I guess? it was it was revolutionary buying it and I'd, be, really? I'd been thinking about it for some time and i didn't know if they worked and it was hard to to figure it out from the internet you know 10 year old internet we're talking trying mm. to find decent advice yeah on whether they work or not and i thought you know what i'm gonna invest in my own mental health yeah. and i'm so glad i did because that sort of time of year plus so just after Christmas is bad as well, and then the change of the season back to spring—they're all really hard for me. Yeah, of course. And you know, fighting an uphill battle to to keep your mood regulated. Whereas if you know this is going to just give you a little bit more of a kick, it's going to give you a bit more energy and um, stabilize you a bit more. I, yeah. I would say absolutely worth investing in an SAD light. You don't even have to invest anymore. You can get it for twenty quid now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got very, very sort of translucent white skin. So would I need to put sun cream on if I'm sitting in front of an SAD light? I'm the same. So yeah. no, I think I think you're probably all right. Just okay. don't have it on full whack. You will get sunburned. <laughs> Just sitting there. It'll be like an episode of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Melting. Uh, all right, 2011. Oh, look, Wonder Bras. Very nice. Yeah, um, uh, yeah that's that, why was yeah. I buying bras? I had to put your tits in, I'd imagine. Buying bras on, on Amazon. Yeah. I, still, I still have that top at Wonder Bras as well actually there's a lot of this going on still got it still got it i like this because i like this jenny this tells us a lot about you the number of times we have people on and they go what i don't oh no that i threw that way never read it didn't use it <laughs> we're getting we're seeing you're a very you're a meticulous person you're getting things you're using them when you're keeping them this is yeah interesting. I, I, i've got well i've got a decent memory for where things went and why i got things and, and where they might be now mm, mm. um fools are everywhere the court jester around the world by Beatrice otto What's this about? So at this point, I was working on another TV show called QI as uh-huh. an elf. yes. And the uh, the letter of that series was J. So I did uh, a bit about jesters. I did a lot of research on jesters. So so you were an elf on QI? Yes, I ah, was. Nice, nice. How long did you do that for, please? Um, I was. A, I did one series on the TV show, but. I, worked for qi on their database for quite a few years sort of behind the scenes archiving all the facts and mm. categorizing them that's that's more my kind of i like a, i like a database i like a spreadsheet yes. i like organizing stuff QI obviously is... not my life not yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well yeah exactly but qi has become a a, a sort of industrialized center of of trivia hasn't it like the mm. way that the way that it's grown from being just a panel show to this whole almost cult of, of of information and stuff and it's kind of married up with the internet exploding everyone just loves all this stuff qi yeah. is it's such a perfect place isn't it yeah absolutely and um you know still still got my pals working there my pal james who i've known since childhood um oh, yeah. is is head elf oh wow imagine imagine, oh, imagine that, that title. Your, surely putting <laughs> that in your cv elf head elf that's got to be a life achievement right there so good <laughs> i would want some fake ears I'd, I'd, I'd insist on wearing fake ears um so when you were doing that though when you're working on uh qi are, are appropriate that you're researching uh 
the jester surrounded by comedians you must have been as they, as they came in to do the show how did you how did you find that how did you how do you feel when you're writing questions and information and you're watching comedians either destroy it or bring it to life yeah that's that could be frustrating sometimes you'd have worked really hard on something to go in a certain direction possibly mm. and sometimes it just fell flat and then some things just got you know they they escalated i remember um being in the studio when they did a bit about Sherlock Holmes that I'd researched because I'd I'd been through works of Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah. To and I counted up how many times he uses the word ejaculate. <laughs> how how many times? It was it was it was a lot. Because he used it instead of said, didn't he? He ejaculated. Yes, but yeah. the thing is, he didn't need to need to, especially not in every case. He was a doctor, he knew what it meant. <laughs> so sometimes he would did it in a cheeky way like um Holmes ejaculated from a first floor window. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Oh, you know what you're about, Art. Come on. That's interesting. So, yeah, that was that was that was a bit of fun. That was one of my favorites. And what was the answer? How many times did uh, Arthur Conan Doyle write ejaculates in his book? I can't remember. It was dozens, dozens throughout the stories. And did the comedians enjoy that and go with it? Yeah, oh, obviously. Right, that's, okay, I fine. mean, that's that's meat and drink, isn't it? It's a bit of ejaculation. Well, yeah, l- less of the drink on that analogy, please. <laughs> Here's a good one uh, for you, Jenny, and this is what you know everyone wants at Christmas, 16th of December 2014. Um, you've got a whole bunch of things... My favourite definitely is the toy bag guide to basic rope bondage. Oh, right. that, so that's why the, um, the the scissors were there. So you uh-huh. can also see there's some shibari rope. Oh, yeah, you've got some Japanese yeah. silk bondage rope. So and, as a yeah. gift, I've done a little uh, beginner's bondage rope bondage kit. For your stepdad or? No. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> Can we can we ask who you bought it for? Um, yes, yeah, someone who never used it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I seemed absolutely baffled by it. Wow, wow, that is not a present that that you want to be uh, sort of met with a dead. Uh, because dead I'm, I'm, one of, I'm one of those people who will remember any reference that someone someone's making. So I, if if someone's mentioned something that specific, I'll be like, right, noted. <laughs> next time i have to buy something there we go so obviously someone had shown an interest or or uh made a comment about it or mm. or it was a joke from earlier in the year yeah <laughs> wasn't quite appreciated as i love it i love present. it when those jokes go wrong also <laughs> i'm assuming that person opened it in front of their family which must have been perfect i hope so <laughs> what have you got darling nothing nothing <laughs> at all uh good okay um elsewhere on uh 27th of february again actually look at this the stag universal wooden guitar hanger and a notecracker ukulele uh chords uke cards are you yep. getting a bit musical here i'm a yes a ukulele player mm-hmm. um and i was yeah I've, I've, I've hung up my ukes on the on the wall do you ever play with other people or uh, yes i have a band although we've obviously not played together for some time now sadly um we are called nanukes of the north Amazing. which is a pun for people who are into 1920s documentaries <laughs> <laughs> so what which 1920s documentary is that a reference to please uh nanook of the north all right okay what so is it's, uh, it's about uh, an inuit boy uh, the north. Okay, and okay, okay. we are the nanukes no. the north oh, good, you've good. got to have a pun it's it's kind of one of the unwritten rules of ukulele bands that you have to have the word uke in the name right. of your band right okay okay otherwise you... it's it false advertising um so do you, do you go out and do uh gigs and stuff like that or? yeah yeah we, we we played some decent ones um you know ukulele festivals and local pubs and birthday parties and stuff but we we we've played quite a few years on the main stage at the bolton food and drink festival Amazing. which you think is tiny it is not there'll be there's easily a hundred thousand people turn up to to the festival what? So, yeah it's insane good evening bolton yeah and and we usually play there's a there's an absolutely plum spot which is about five thirty on a saturday night Oh, yeah. People are drunk, but not too drunk. Yes. Yeah. So they're just nice drunk. Mm. They've been round the stalls. The stalls are just closing up. 
Mm. They just they, the food stalls, not the beer stalls. Obviously, they're still going strong. Yeah. Um. You know, you've still got families sitting out in the sunshine, but you've also got people who are out on the sesh. Oh, it's 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 a great spot. And what is the what is the dance floor filler that you do that the the band do the best song? Well, we are we always open with um, "Come Up and See Me, Make Me Smile." That's oh. that's our absolute banging opener. Oh, that's going to work uh, well on the the, 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 the on the yeah. ukes. That's going to be delicious. Well, we're, we're, we're three ukes and a bass, so we get the 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 opening riff is on the bass, which is nice. Oh, very and then, good. A lot of strumming. The beauty of a, a ukulele is you think it's such a limited instrument. You know, it's it's four strings and it's it's such a small instrument. But it can only have limited sound, right? Absolutely mm. not. It means you're thinking outside the box of all the different sounds you can get out of it and all the different uh, all the different ways you can use it to its full ability. So it, mm. it can sound like a harp. It can sound like a little guitar. It can sound like a bass if you want. Yeah. There's there's so much going on with it. It's great. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, all right, here's what we're going to do, Jenny. We're going to come crashing into the recent past now. We're going to go into okay. 2020, and we can really see a huge leap up in how much you've bought, right? You've gone oh, from yeah. buying three, four things uh, over the course of a year. In 2020, you did 119 orders. Get in. Over the course of the year. High Congratulations roller. there. High roller, mate. Send me some free stuff. Uh, and suddenly you are buying, well, there's all sorts of things here. March 2020 is lockdown looms. Um, you're getting, uh, look at this. You bought... You spent £50. Oh, look, Jenny, this is... Oh, you're about to come out of this very well. £51 uh, on tea bags sent to a food bank. Jenny Ryan's an excellent person. There you go. Yeah, uh, that's that's a monthly subscription. You see there's tea bags, coffee and uh, biscuits go there every month. That is such a great idea. I didn't know you uh, could nice. do that with Amazon. You are nice, but we knew that already. But that is that is nice to see. We have factual <laughs> evidence that you're an excellent human being. But but also, what a what a great way of doing it. It's just sticking it on Amazon. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, it, it, you forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Of it's course. it's done. You you've got, you're giving them something that they need. So my friend Julia actually volunteers at that food bank. So I asked her what what would be the best thing to get for there, and yeah, they seem very happy with it. Good. Very good. Very nice. There you go. Um, look at this. 27th of March, 2020. Oh, Jenny, you've done so well with the tea. I thought you were such a great person. And then we see that you are one of the bog roll hoarders. Unbelievable. Tw- 24 times 100. How many did you buy? You spent 35 quid on bog roll. Actually, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. And to be fair, it, it lasted a heck of a long time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's you know it, it was one of those weird times that the you couldn't I couldn't go and get what I would normally get which would be a four by I'd yeah. go and get a pack of four loo rolls and and we'll just roll it over we'll go to the next one when the when when it's needed I'll go and buy another pack of those it was mega pack or nothing mm-hmm. so I had to buy a mega pack didn't I I'm not yeah. a I'm not a heathen. <laughs> it's fine as well. As long as you're not papped loading it into the back of your car, it's fine. <laughs> that was the thing. They really shamed people for buying the bog roll. And it was it's not individuals' fault. There was this kind of weird panic. We didn't yeah. know what was going on. We had no idea. And, and, and also, I can tell you that my nana bought... How many did she get? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> I think she got like 144 rolls or something. There's no need. She already had Lee roll. That would that would see me out. That would see me out. That is a lot of bug roll. Um, Look at this. April 2020. We've got a lovely microphone, which I guess you're talking to me on right now. Very nice. Getting all the kit ready for home broadcasting. Yeah, I'm using those earphones right this moment. Good. Glad they're still working. Uh, Nintendo Switch Lite. I'm I'm such a cliche for lockdown. Yeah. I'm jigsaws and Animal Crossing, aren't I? And podcasting. Animal Crossing. Yes. Jigsaws, Animal Crossing. And a switch. It it gets no better. It gets yep. no better. Um, Animal Crossing is very good, isn't it? Everyone goes on about it. It's it's fun. It's relaxing. It's if you prefer your games not to raise your blood pressure, mm. then it's the game for you. It's mm. lovely. It's gentle, okay. and that's what I I I I occasionally like high pressure game. Yes. But the problem for me is the the gap between my brain firing and my fingers moving. Yes. So I can't do anything that requires too much coordination, hand-eye coordination particularly. Uh, so something a little less 
impactful <laughs> and time pressured, like Animal Crossing or Lego games, which I'm also very into. But you would assume that with your position uh, as a quiz answerer, you'd be, you, you know, you're quick, obviously you're quick off the mark, your brain fires. But it's, so yeah. what you're saying is if it's brain to mouth, absolutely, there's no one faster. Brain to hands. Yeah. Little bit of- it's the fine motor skills thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a super coordinated person. Okay. Uh, especially, you know, you know, what I'm talking about the modern game controller. The mm-hmm. mo- it's it's no blooming Tetris, is it? No, it's no, no little joystick. There's no, a million buttons on there. They've all got different names. I miss joysticks. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's well, you got to practice. That's what you got to do. Practice. Yeah. Um, getting towards the end of 2020. What else can we see here? Um, the SAS Survival Guide: How to Survive in the Wild on Land or Sea. This is September 2020. Now. Yeah, I was obviously starting to go a little bit insane then. <laughs> <laughs> I was starting to get a bit worried that I was going to need to know which berries not to eat. <laughs> were you really? Were you really starting to get ready to survive in the wild? Were you getting full sort of Bear grills having a breakdown? What did I want? This was because I'd watched... This was at the peak of re- of repeats were just all over the TV, weren't they? And they repeated the programme where Joanna Lumley was on an island by herself. Do you remember oh, yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, a pretty old. Mm. And one of the things she had was the SAS Survival Guidebook. And I thought, that is fantastic, because it told her how to make a shelter, how to clean water, all that. I thought, you know what, I bet that's dead interesting. It is, and it's only a wee little book, so you can just put it in your back pocket just in case you get shipwrecked. I'd never had you, Dan, as a prepper. (laughs) Well, that's my version of prepping, is to have the book that I can read it when I need it. I've not prepped for anything else. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. She's got a ukulele and she's got a survival guide. What more could you need, guys? What more could you need? All right, let's look at your latest orders, right, as we come to the end of uh, this week's episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster. And we've, you know, I've I've sped past so many things I'd like to talk about, but we'll just, (laughs) want to get you on another time. Um, And the very latest thing you've bought, uh, and this is a sign, Jenny, this is a sign of where we've got to now you are yeah. having to become a, a more private person you know yeah. you are you are famous and you need to keep your life uh private so you've bought the rabbit goo frosted window film privacy uh, so this is this it's is in a box i've not opened it yet i could do a live unboxing if you want oh what a way to finish the episode oh wow right. take us take us through what's happening please so um as we were saying off air mm. um i'm in my office at the moment my office i say the spare room yeah. which is small and has four windows, one of which is internal. And I was thinking if anybody was to come and stay, it's they could be very much overlooked by anybody in the rest of the house. I see. Because of this large internal window. Um, it's completely unnecessary. And it's not right. like it's needed for light or anything. So I thought, if I just put some of this film up, which I am, um, you can hear that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. last that's, there we go. There's the oh. there's the tape popping. I really feel like I'm there. Yeah, the tape's popped. Oh, yeah. oh it's a large box with a small item inside. So there's some this, paper in here. This is really sating my addiction to Amazon shopping, hearing this. This Lovely. is like ASMR. It is. Oh. And it's it looks I'm gonna be honest, this looks like some cling film. <laughs> it's a, it's a tube. <laughs> Right. It says rabbit goo window film. Mm-hmm. The instruction manual is sealed together with the film roll, and that's all you get on the box. Wow. Who knows? So wow. we're gonna have to deal with that at a later point. I'm already overwhelmed. It is. It sounds absolutely incredible. What what a day you've got ahead of you now, Jenny. I know. What a day. But but good luck. Can I just say thoughts and prayers for air bubbles? <laughs> well, this isn't a sticky one. You see, this is non-adhesive. Oh. This is static. Oh. So I might not have that problem and if i can't if i do have a problem i can just take it off and pop it back on again hey there's a good review you know i don't know if you're using it for this um this is from Anne. her review of this product our german shepherd constantly threw himself at the window whenever he heard someone in our street oh no bought this in a vain attempt to calm him down a bit and to give our neighbors some peace it works a treat dog can't see out the window so he doesn't get stressed Oh, oh, that's so lovely. That's so oh, nice. Cam. That's very considerate of you, Lovely, dog. lovely. Also, it means I no longer have to clean the dog's nose out off the window on a daily basis. That's a shame. <laughs> Sad. 
Uh, listen, Jenny Ryan, this has been so nice to hang out and go through your Amazon history. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, good luck with the windows. That's going to be, you know, you're going to have increased privacy and no air bubbles. What a dream. I'm having a window privacy masterclass this afternoon now. And uh, if it's okay with you, I'll just give, I'll give Peggy a call. Is that all right? And we'll get her on. <laughs> oh my God, you'll be on for hours. <laughs> uh, I'll let you go, Jenny. Have a good day. Cheers. All the best. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I want this land no more. If you love me, really, baby, don't walk out that back door. Yes, please, yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. That was Jenny Ryan on My Mate Bought a Toaster. Dang, 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 dang. That's why. I don't write the stings on this show. Uh, we've got some new stings arriving soon. I'm very, very excited about that from the very, very wonderful Ed Beaumont. He's a complete genius. Um, so that's it. That's Jenny Ryan today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your kind comments about last week's episode, the Mark Watson app at Latitude. If you've not listened to it, uh, do check it out. Uh, also, I'm very excited. I'm going to do the podcast Radio Hour on BBC Radio 4 Extra. I know! Uh, so uh, take a you know take a moment out of your day and see if you spot it anywhere. Do people listen to it? They do, cool. Um, no, do listen to it. And um, I'm going to be talking to Jess Fosterkey. Or rather, she's talking to me. She's interviewing me. Uh, so I'll be on that very soon. Uh, and next week's episode is Andy Peters, which should be on Patreon. <laughs> so if you want to give us a hand, it would be much appreciated. I know we're on Radio 4 now, so technically that means this podcast is being showered with cash. But believe it or not, it's not quite that simple. Um, yeah, so if you fancy getting... Um, early access, ad-free, to future episodes, and all of the back catalogue. Well, certainly the second two series, not the first series, uh, but series two and three are all there, ad-free. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash toaster pods, and basically three quid a month and you'll get everything. It's not bad, is it? It's not a bad deal. Come on, three quid a month. Come on. Uh, so, and that's half a Netflix which I think this podcast equates to. Right, that's quite enough of me. Thank you for listening. Andy Peters next week. He's up on Patreon now. More great episodes on the way as well. You know what to do as well in terms of social media, if they're working, um, at ToasterPod and all the bits. And, uh, you know, drop us a line, say hi, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbours, tell a stranger. Bye-bye. GreatBigOwl.com Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Lucy. And together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, but we will. Uh, and there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers, so join us for Plenty, Plenty Questions. questions. 